What up, world? It's your past first point guard and Trailblazers reporter, Mike Richmond. You are listening to another episode of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts and also on YouTube. Thanks for making this show your first listen every single weekday, coming at you Monday through Friday, all, all free on all platforms. So why don't you make it your first listen? Tell your friends to do the same. It's Locked On Blazers, your team every day. We got a fun show. Legitimately a fun show. The Blazers, after what was kind of a, kind of just a, a messy weekend in Blazerland, you stuck with them and they rewarded you with a truly, truly fun game. They beat the snot out of the Lakers. They just, they absolutely, they beat, they beat them down, as uh, Bomani Jones used to say back way back when. A 127-115 win. This was a night where Damian Lillard scored 40 points. He had a 30-point first half, a 24-point second quarter. And I'm not 100% sure he's the headline. Uh, Planning out this show, it's like, well, he kind of got a lead with Dame, right? But that's how good this game was. There is more to talk about than, you know, a future Hall of Famer going for 40 against the Forum Blue and Gold hated rivals from Southern California. Let's do what we do. We'll talk about Dame, talk about Matisse Thibel's debut. He was really good. And talk about Shane Sharp, who's starting to figure it out along with the rest of the Blazers' young bench parts as they um, got, they, they got something brewing there as the youngsters start to figure out how and what they can do. But let's, let's start with by doing what it is we do here, the fastest recap in the West. Blazers win 127-115. Wild first quarter. It started. It did, you didn't have to wait for the fun. You didn't have to wait for the fun. They were up 34-19 after one. They were 10 of 14 from three as a team in the first quarter. They made 10 threes. Just two twos. 10 threes. They took. They made 12 shots in the first quarter. 10 of them were three-pointers. Bonkers. Um, somewhere, somewhere, you have an older relative. And they're mad about that shot profile. They are mad that the Blazers had 10 threes in the first quarter because, um, you know, back in back in their day, it was a little bit different. Amphrey Simons hit two threes in the opening quarter. Damon Lord hit two threes in the opening quarter. Shane Sharp hit open, two threes in the opening quarter. And Matisse Thibel hit two threes in the opening quarter. What? What? All of a sudden, Blazers up 34-15. This is no LeBron in this game for the Lakers. Uh, Portland without Jeremy Grant, who was ruled out prior to the game. with uh, con- He's still in concussion protocol, hasn't been cleared. Uh, a couple head trauma moments for Jeremy Grant in, in the last two in the last 10 days. Wouldn't be surprised if he's back after the All-Star break. But he was he was listed as questionable and then ruled out before this one. So both teams a little bit shorthanded, obviously missing LeBron James. A very big deal for the Lakers. But they just beat the Warriors with the shorthanded team. They're down 15. You think, you know, they're not terrible. They're not, it's not a terrible basketball team. Earlier in the year, they were a terrible basketball team. They're not terrible. They didn't get back in it. Down 65-46 at the break. Uh, Damon Lord 24 in the second quarter. He hit six threes by himself in the second quarter. So the team hit 10 in the first quarter. Then Dame hits six more in the second. The Blazers finish with a franchise record 17 first half threes. Bonkers. Bonkers shooting night. Uh, 65 points. Um, you know, they've had bigger scoring halves recently, but in terms of just like wild shot making efficiency, hard to see, hard to see a half as good as that. Um, Dame finished with 30 in the first half on 10 of 16, including 8 of 12 from three. Wild night from Mr. Lillard. Blazers never went away. Um, up 101, 71 after, uh, yeah, 101 72 heading into the fourth quarter and, and, 
that is it didn't get better for it didn't get better for your Lakers. They they never got closer than 17 in garbage time. Excuse me, 101-79. I knew I had it wrong in my notes. 101-79 heading into heading into the third. Um heading into the fourth rather after three. Uh the, the Lakers never got closer than the 17. Um it, prior to garbage time, the Blazers just held them, Heisman trophied them, as I like to say, just 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 kept them kept them at arm's length. Uh, it was one one fifteen eighty nine, and both teams pulled the plug, putting in their starters for the final, or putting in the end of their bench, pulling their starters for the final six minutes and forty two seconds of this game. Dame left about twenty seconds before they truly pulled the plug with at a timeout, up twenty six. Uh, you know the Blazers end of the bench, and including debuts for Ryan Archidiakono and Kevin Knox. You know they gave up a bunch of points to make this a little more competitive, but it was it was the Lakers never got closer than 17 after halftime. Beat them down. They win 127-115. That was your slowest recap in the West because I took some time to appreciate Damian Lillard. This felt like in the first half that Dame got it, and by that I mean he's got he has access to the internet. He has a he has a supercomputer in his pocket. Like he knows what happened this weekend. He knows his you know his agent Aaron Goodwin is long time you know agent for his, his full career it was right at the center of the Gary Payton Warriors Blazers mess. Dame knows, and he would never say this. He never admit this, but to me. The first half and the way he played, and it was so loud and so determined and so like, okay, we're rolling and I'm going to make sure that I slam the door shut right now. And he had a kind of a look about him. It's like, it was a Dame Nose type of performance, uh, you know, 30 in the first half. I'm not saying that like if the Blazers didn't have a drama-filled weekend, Dame wouldn't have had 40. He's had 11 40-point games this year. Dude's good at basketball. I'm just saying for like cathartic reasons, um, it felt like, I don't even believe this. It felt like, I don't believe that he did it on purpose. It felt like Dame was saying, yeah, let's, 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 let's talk about anything else. Let's talk about basketball. Let's make sure that they're talking about basketball when they talk about the Trailblazers. Let's, let's get this. We don't need all that stuff that happens with dudes that are not on our team and all the stuff, you know, with, um, with ESPN and the athletic and blah, blah, blah. It's like, nah. We're we're gonna be just fine with what's going on right here with us. You don't need to worry about us. I got us. And Dame was incredibly special, incredibly special in this game. It was a reminder of how good he can be. Not that you've needed a reminder recently. Like he's been since the turn of the year. Like he's been freaking great. Um, you know, he's started a little bit slow this year, but he has been, um, you know. Something like, at worst, the third best point guard in the league. Um, arguably the best player at his position in the league. Like, he's been freaking great. He's been freaking great. Um, you know, he won't get MVP votes, but he has been on the level of some of the... Recently, you know, maybe not the whole year, but recently, on the level of the dudes who are in the MVP conversation. Like, he's just, he's been fan, he's been freaking fantastic. He was again... He was tonight. He was tonight. But he wasn't alone. And that's why I said at the beginning of the show, it was like... I'm not 100% sure you lead with this. You don't lead with Matisse Thibault. We're going to close the show talking about Matisse. Uh, he was really good in his debut. Oh, I didn't do... I usually do scores. I didn't do scores. Fast recap in the rest, real quick. Uh, Damian Lord, 40 points. 
Uh, Anthony Simons had 14. Matisse Thibel, 14 points, six boards, two assists, uh, three blocks, and a steal. Uh, Nazir Little, 11 off the bench. Shaden Sharp, 15, five points in a career high, four assists. Sh- uh, Trenton Watford, eight points, four boards, three assists off the bench. Jabari Walker also had eight as Portland's bench got busy. They got busy. Busy uh, in this game. They really they really took it to um, the Blazers bench. Malik Beasley scored a bunch of points in garbage time to make the difference look a lot worse, but or not not as bad as it once was. But um, this was this was a, a really nice game. Uh, on the other side, Anthony Davis, nineteen points and twenty rebounds. Uh, I, I thought Davis was not aggressive in the middle two quarters. He kind of does that from time to time. It felt like he did that in this game. Uh, Sixteen from D'Angelo Russell. Dennis Schroeder just had two points on one of seven shooting. Troy Brown finishes with thirteen. Uh, Malik Beasley getting busy in garbage time. Twenty-two didn't hit a three till the second half and then got going. Austin Reeves had ten off the bench. I, I almost didn't do the full box score rundown for our fastest recap in the West. Let's, um, I want to talk about Matisse Thibel to, to close the show a little bit about debuts and about, about how he can, you know, in, in, in a different, what he's going to look like moving forward for this team. But we need to talk about Shaden Sharp. He's starting to get it. He's starting to put together his, his, his talent level is starting to match his production and he's so stinking fun. Let's talk. Let's talk. Shaden Sharp, who dunked from the free throw line during an NBA game. Straight up. <laughs> let's talk about it in the second in the second segment. But first, I want to tell you about LinkedIn Jobs. As a small business owner or a hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills and values and experiences to help you achieve those goals. LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with targeting tools. They go beyond resume data by using insights from your job posts about your company, and with the 875 million member profiles on their service to put your post in front of the most qualified candidates. You can identify the most qualified candidates on LinkedIn Jobs, and then you can connect with them fast and for free. And LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications all in one platform. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job free at linkedin.com slash locked on MBA. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MBA to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. All right. Listen, Shaden Sharp had 15 points, five, five boards, career high four assists. He had three steals dunk from the free throw line. It's not the box score. It does not say in the box score that he dug from the free throw line. But I'll tell you, in the third quarter, he got a steal. He broke out. And he had two Lakers around him. Uh, Malik Beasley on his strong hand on his right side. And 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 about uh, a foot, of, like a foot inside the free throw line. It took off from 14 feet. Tomahawked it back with one with his right arm and, and flushed it through. Are you stinking kidding me? <laughs> the highlights you see with Sharp. Uh, he had another one where he caught it in the corner. He made a decisive move to get himself close to the paint, pivoted right at the elbow, takes a fadeaway jumper, cash. Looked great. He had two threes ready to shoot it, locked and loaded in the first quarter, got himself into a rhythm, got going. The highlights you see, the smooth shooting stroke you see, what we haven't seen from Shaden Sharp is the secondary stuff. Some of the assists are just like, 
pass the ball, pass the ball guy, the shot goes in. Um, I don't think it's like four super high quality assists, but just moving the ball quickly enough to get it to the, get it to a guy who's ready to go. Some of Shaden Sharp's problems early in, early in his um, NBA career where, where he just didn't hit his, the decision-making speed that it, that is required to be really good in the league, it wasn't always there for him. And when he could do one thing, I'm going to cut baseline and, and alley-oop dunk it, easy. But when defense is closed out or when he had to move and reset his feet, he's like, he wouldn't be ready to shoot it or he wouldn't have his, he'd be ready to shoot it, but he wouldn't have his feet, like his base ready, mentally ready, but not physically ready to shoot it. Um, like he has, he is slowly cleaning those things up. And after a, a, a pretty bumpy December I think since the new year he's been better and over the last two three weeks he's just been the like it's like the best we've seen him yeah yes and this is what you want to see the progression from from a youngster and why I say like you see the highlights it's because the highlights screamed early even when he wasn't good when he was just like hey he's got tantalizing skills the highlights were there recently the highlights haven't been there as much they were back in this one you know, um, the, the, the fast break dunk is wild. Dude dunked from the free throw line, um, during an NBA game. It's, I haven't mentioned this on the show. Let's mention it now. He pulled out of the dunk contest. Um, and my read on the, him pulling out of the dunk contest is because he committed, assuming that he'd be named to the rising stars game. And then when he wasn't named to the rising stars game, he said, I don't want to fly to Utah for one night. Like, I don't want to. I want a week off. If I don't go to Utah for one night, I get a week off. The reporting from, uh, I believe it was Shamstrani of The Athletic. I'm not 100% sure. Someone who breaks news using anonymous sources. Um, I'll say Shams. Could have been Haynes. But it was was that um, da- uh, that Shaden is take is pulling out of the dunk contest to, to focus on the, the remainder of his season. Yeah, sure. Like, yeah, that's what he's doing. He's also focusing on not going to Utah because he felt like, if he was going to be there all weekend, heck yeah, get me in the dunk contest. This is my read. I don't. I'm not reporting anything. This is my read on it. Um, heck yeah, I'm gonna, like I'm going to be there all weekend anyway. I got to. I got to be there on Friday, so I'll stay for Saturday. Might as well get in the dunk contest. I'm really good at dunking. When you don't get invited to the Friday show, it's like I'm good. I can go somewhere warm, or I can just chill and do nothing in a season where you don't get a lot of consecutive days to do nothing. If I don't go to Utah, I get a week off of no traveling during the NBA season. That's the one I'll do. And also like, I don't need to do the NBA any favors because they didn't do me any favors. He's focusing on not flying to Salt Lake City. He's got, he's got his sights focused on not flying to Salt Lake City this weekend. He's really, he's, he's zeroed in on not, not getting on an airplane. But it stinks, man, because he is such a freaking fun athlete. Like he is so stinking effortless so stinking effortless um when he flies when he jumps like he flies he flies dude glides um he is shading the glide if, if only if only he, it rhymed um he's just he is the highlights are have been there for him and they're back for him but now they're coupled with some steal some defensive activity he had a deflection that he didn't quite get a steal knock the ball out of bounds he had um you know he had a steal that led to the fast break dunk he's you know just making the right play with some assists he's he's getting more variety like that that little spin move fadeaway is like that's like a superstar move right like it's dribble you, you cut me off, I get right into my shot and take a shot you cannot block. A pivoting fallaway mid-range jumper. That's like, that is um, that is a Kevin Durante type move. Um, like, it is, he has been so much better over the last three weeks 
that now that the highlights are back with more consistent production and just like being an NBA player that can help. Um, I, I have a friend who um, listens to the pod. They'll, they'll know when I'm talking about them. Hello, friend. Uh, has been pointing out to me that Shaden Sharp has been consistently one of the Blazers' leaders in plus minus. Uh, like even on bad nights, it seems like Shaden finds a way to have positive, like the Blazers have been winning his minutes out on the court. Some of that is like they've been playing with Damian Lillard more. That helps. But some of it is just like he's been a better basketball player. Uh, and it's he doesn't look as lost on defense. He's not like... He's, he's probably not even a positive on that end yet, but he doesn't he doesn't look nearly as just out of sorts um, as he did earlier in the season. He knows where to be. He's he's using his athleticism to be a, a playmaker. Like he had a huge block earlier this week where he just met someone at the rim and it's like, yeah, I can get up to 11 feet easily. Like if you if you get up there, I'll be up there waiting for you. Um, and, but, you know, blocking shots and steals aren't necessarily like the best measure of being a positive defender. But I think even when you've seen him, he just hasn't been... Um, he hasn't been as he would be. He was a pretty like deep negative on that early in the season. He was he, he's graded out at least by the advanced metrics as one of the worst defenders in the league. He's been better recently. He's starting to put it together. He's starting to get comfort. It makes sense. You know they're closing in on. Uh, this is fifty six games into his NBA career now. Like, uh, excuse me, 50, 57 games into his NBA career now. Like he's he's he is he. He is slowly but surely figuring out what it takes to be in the league, figuring out the speed of the game and figuring out where he can score, where he can get his shots in the offense, and then how he can from say, okay, I'm going to be in the corners a lot, right? Like, and if I get it in the corner and, and Trenton Watford has the ball in the middle, I cut baseline, I'm going to get a dunk. Bing, bang, boom. Easy, easy to get. But it's like, okay, I'm in the corner. The ball has rotated to me. It's it's not just like an easy, my man is looking at the ball and I can cut baseline because it's a four on three situation. It's okay. I can get quickly back to, if I go back to the middle of the court, here's where the defense is going to come. Then I can just, I can leave it off for someone for an easy bucket, or I can get to that little midi fadeaway. It's not like he's doing that a bunch, but he got to it tonight. Or I, I can pump fake. I can sidestep. I can get a three, or I can just be ready to shoot. Those are all your options, right? That's like the list of five things. But the processing before was like, okay, I got the ball. What am I going to do? And now it's like, I'm ready. He's, he just, he's, you, the fun part about watching a young guy, a young guy's raw as shade and with the freaking wild skills he has is that like, he was playing, he was, he was putting together impressive, an impressive moment every single night when he was bad, when he was a negative NBA player. He's slowly learning to be a positive, you know, net neutral to positive NBA player. And he still has just wild tools. And I think tonight was a night to celebrate how special those tools were. It was a debut for some, for some Blazers. Uh, Cam Radish played his, his second game. Him and Matisse Thibel got the starts. We saw uh, deep bench guys, Ryan Archie Diacono and Kevin Knox, make their debuts. But I want to talk about Tease, because Tease was good in this game, but also there was some stuff here that I think is worth, uh, is worth discussing. That's what we'll do to close the show. But before we do that, I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. I'm super excited about FanDuel, and I bet you will be too, because you can get in on the action. It's We're heading into the second half of the NBA season after the All-Star break, and it's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers getting no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download this FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to points and threes drained. Like, you could have bet Damian Lillard over under 37 and a half points. 
plus 125 when the game started. Could you won yourself some money when he dropped 40? Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a bigger payout with the same game parlay, so don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat-first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn, to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Still a pass, first point guard. I'm still Mike Richmond, and you are still listening to Locked on Blazers. Let's talk about Matisse Thibel. 14 points, 6 boards, 2 assists, a steal, and 3 block shots. He was plus 11. The Blazers outscored the Lakers by 11 points in his 26 and a half minutes in his Blazers debut. He got the start. He got the walk-off interview to finish it. And he got going early. Um, the Lakers treated Matisse Thibel like his reputation suggests you should treat him. They did not guard him. They just straight up did not guard him. Uh, he made... He took four three-pointers in the first quarter. There was nobody near him. He was in the strong side corner, guarded by Rui Hachimura, and Hachimura had a foot on the lane. He And when Thibel got the ball, Hachimura did not close out. He said, go, go for it, dog. And what did Thibel do? He took wide-open threes, and he made half of them, right? He made two, two of four in the first quarter. He finished with a season-high four of six from three. Only one of those late in the game was finally the Lakers decided to close out. The first three threes he made, unguarded. Two from the corner and then one from the right wing and then another from the right corner was the one they finally closed out on. But this is, if this is the book on Thibel that he can't shoot and that you don't want to close out on him because then he can make he can make plays off the dribble and he can pass a little bit and it's like you just, you just want to dare him to shoot the ball. Anybody, like... Have it be him. Have it be number four. Thibault punished him with a with a season high four three pointers to go to give himself fourteen points. He also showed you the defensive prowess, right? Like um, he, he finished with three block shots, but uh, two of those are just the strip shot uh, variety, where it's like he ran down fast breaks. He, did, he had one on Anthony Davis and one on, on Dennis Schroeder, where he just he just came down in transition, made a play, and when the guy's going up for a shot, you just you, you uh, strip strip him as he's going up. Those are considered blocks. If you if someone is in the upward motion to shoot, the NBA scores them as blocks. They they maybe feel more like steals or deflections, but they're blocks. Um, and then he had an insane closeout on the corner. This one was special. He's standing about um, f- foul line extended, maybe a step off the paint, but inside the arc. The Blazers played a ton of zone in this game because the Lakers can't shoot, then they want to get to the rim, and they're missing their sort of um, their maestro. You know, the, LeBron is so much of their half-court offense. And so pack the paint, make them shoot, make them, make them move the ball, make them, you know— uh, make the Lakers play good half court offense cuz it's just something they don't do very very often like they just cuz they just can't sh- they can't shoot you out of the zone but so they're they're loaded up on when the ball's on the opposite side and in the corners Malik Beasley and uh Thibel is at the foul line extended maybe maybe two steps two and a half steps inside the three point line the ball swings to the corner and from the foul line he rotates as the ball's in the air chases it down and swats it whole palm out of bounds bench goes nuts starts laughing he can't help it but let out a huge or uh, show a huge smile don't i guess you don't let out a smile display a massive smile 
Dude's got defensive playmaking skills. I mean, he's, you know, it's it's why he's been a second-team all-defense guy. Like, he just, um, you know, it's, some of it is because he's played on an elite defensive team with the, with uh, with Philly, but it's like, he's a part of the elite defense. He's been, he was really, really good. Um, blo- again, blocks and steals don't really make good defenders, but blocks and, but that block in particular was like, that's just wild. <laughs> wild instincts to be like, See it in the air, chase it down, time it, and know when he catches it, he's going to shoot it, and just have your timing to just clean block it, all palm, throw it into the, throw it into your bench, and have your bench go nuts. Um, he also gave the walkoff interview with Brooke Olsendam, and he was really the dude's really charming. I think he's going to be easy to root for because of that. Um, seems like a cool guy, honestly. Like seems like he has a, has a fun personality. When he left Philly, uh, he had put him and the Philadelphia 76ers had worked to commission a large mural of Matisse in Philly, and he went as when he after he got traded and tagged it himself. Uh, there's a video on his social media that he released of him climbing up to the wall with a hoodie on late at night and spray painting "Thank you, Philly," and then autographing it on the mural of himself. Like he 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 did some graffiti on his own mural. Pretty fun. Like he just seems like he seems like a legitimately fun dude. He'll be uh, probably be probably be very easy to root for. If he plays like this, it's obvious because the Blazers need defenders. They need defensive playmaking. Um, I thought they were going to be way up towards the league leaders in steals, and they're towards the bottom. They just don't, um, they're, they're just not a high steal team. Matisse will absolutely help. I think judging like what he's going to be like in terms of like that sort of point of attack, hey, we need you to go shut someone down type of defender, because that's what they needed. That's like the idea of what Gary Payton was going to be. Just never... It never happened for him. He just wasn't that. And, and they've asked Jeremy Grant to be that, but he um, he isn't that. And it kind of actually makes Jeremy look like a bad defensive player because when you ask him to do something he's not good at, he's not good at it. And so then his defensive skills are like a little bit wasted in those situations. So I think when the Blazers are whole and when Jeremy, whenever Jeremy Grant plays again, if it's after the All-Star break or whatever, or if it's tomorrow night or Wednesday night, whenever that is, uh, when their next game, then, it's, then we will see... Um, then we'll we'll see kind of a better sense of like what he's like. I thought he played good defense. Like he guarded Dennis Schroeder a bunch. He guarded D'Angelo Russell a bunch. Um, he switched pretty freely onto Rui Hachimura. He had some some moments where just because of the way the zone worked that he was matched up a little a little bit on Anthony Davis inside. Um, yeah, like I thought he was really good and and fun. It's just like. Uh, we will see, but I think this was a really 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 good debut because it wasn't like. The the shot making, like I said, like so why I led with that is like the shot making is like, okay, I don't think he's gonna hit four threes. Like this is a season high. I don't think he's hit four threes, and I think defenses are gonna treat him like this. But the shot taking matters. After watching Josh Hart not take three pointers within the offense, and it'd be like, yeah, it breaks the offense. Having Tease be unguarded and shoot shots in the first quarter, it's like we want him to shoot it. And he says, okay, I'm an NBA player. I'll shoot it. On the year, Matisse Thibel shooting better than Josh Hart from three. Side note, Josh Hart had 27 and made four three-pointers off the bench tonight for the Knicks. What the? <laughs> uh, season high, 27, four made threes. Absolutely wild. Um, everybody's was all uh, good night for anyone. Good night for anyone that was giving the Blazers good vibes over the weekend. Josh Hart said nice stuff about the Blazers in his uh, after his debut with the Knicks, and then he comes back and just gets 27 points and hits four threes. Uh, good vibes. A, a lot of uh, everyone everyone rooting for the pinwheels was rewarded with, with big moments. Uh, uh, Warriors won too, by the way. <laughs> they beat the Wizards. Uh, it's Matisse is is you know with non shooters, 
the unwillingness to shoot is worse. Like passing up shots is worse than missing shots because if you pass up shots, it's even better. It's like we don't have to guard him. And when he does get the ball, we know he's just going to dribble into trouble or he's not going to take shots or like that's just a dead spot in their offense. Matisse, Matisse, even with the Lakers saying, we are, we do not care if he shoots it. We are not going to close out. There was a moment where uh, the ball swung to the corner and Troy Brown Jr. had a chance to close out and he literally took a half step towards Matisse and then remembered the game plan, turned his back on the ball and looked at the rim. Didn't even pretend to, like, cut his closeout short. But Matisse took four threes in the first quarter. He took the shots. Um, the making them is really nice, but taking the shots keeps the machine flowing. That was nice to see. Uh, in general, Blazers bench starting to put it together. Trent Watford in this role where it's him as a center with surrounded by slashers and shooters, some non-shooters, but slashers, guys who can get to the rim and stuff and not like a traditional big man with not playing him at power forward next to a traditional big man like Drew Eubanks or, um, or Yusuf Nurkic. With Watford in this weird small ball role, he can he can do stuff on offense. He can do stuff. You know, the Blazers are too small sometimes and they get beat up just for being too small. It's not going to work against every everybody, but against certain lineups. Like if the Lakers had had Mo Bamba tonight, I don't know if you can play Trenton Watford. They didn't have Mo Bamba. They were playing some minutes with Rui Hachimura as their backup center. Well, guess what? That is not a problem for Trenton. That can help. Nazir Little starting to find it. Uh, Nas hit three threes. Uh, one, one sidestep, really nice three from the wing. Like he's... He is starting to shoot it like at an at a high level, and let if he's a if he becomes a good shooter like he's been recently, he's a he is a very going to be a very useful NBA bench player. He's going to be just like straight up a really nice piece off the bench because um, the athleticism is there, and like if if they can get him to figure it out a little bit on defense, he can be he can be uh, impactful. Is he a little looking better? Shane Sharp looking really good. Trent Watford figuring it out. I thought Jabari Walker had some nice minutes tonight. Like. Regardless of what happens over the end of the Blazers season, the young guys on the bench getting minutes and getting looking more productive is a positive. Even if this team ends up missing the playoffs, which I think is relatively likely, these minutes for good good shade minutes, good Trenton Watford minutes, good Nazir Little minutes, all super valuable for the future. You throw that in with figuring out how Matisse Thibel fits with everyone else, you're... Even if it doesn't work out wins and losses wise, I think you're in like you're building something valuable for the future. And if it does, because Damian Lord is just so stinking good and he can score 40 points and he doesn't even feel like the headline, he can score 30 in the first half. And it's like, yeah, he was really good. And it doesn't matter. And you can just kind of like keep it, you know, keep it moving. And and Jeremy Grant comes back and they, and they get going. Like this could be, this is certainly a team that is capable of making the playoffs. In fact, they can go into the all-star break at 500 if they beat the Wizards on Tuesday night. They play the Wizards on Valentine's Day. Show your love. If they be, if they win that game, the Wizards played uh, tonight. They lost in Golden State. So they're also in the second night of a back-to-back road road back-to-back for the Wizards. So they're, fl- they're on an airplane right now flying to Portland. They may have landed, but I bet they're I bet they're actually they haven't even taken off the way NBA travel works um, as I'm recording this. But they're you know they're going to fly in tonight and and the second night of a back to back. So it's no rest advantage for either way. The Blazers do get to sleep in their own beds and they're already home. Uh, so so there's some there's some advantage there I guess. But a winnable game against the Warriors who were without Kyle Kuzma tonight. We'll see what happens. The Blazers you know had to beat the beat the Wizards in a game where neither team could stop the other one from scoring. You win that one. You go into the break 500, of course you left some wins on the table. Of course you'd like to be better than you are. But like, all things considered, you're in a decent spot. You're right in striking distance of 
at least a low-level playoff seed if you can if things break your way, uh, and you can figure it out with some a young bench that's getting there, and in, at least one pretty intriguing new part in Matisse Thibel. So we will see. Come back for tomorrow's show. We'll talk about that game. I appreciate you listening. I'll talk to you soon.